I think having MS has taught me never to take my health for granted. You know, when I wake up each morning and I'm symptom free and I'm feeling good and I have energy and strength, yeah, I, I don't take that for granted now anymore. Now you notice it. Yeah, right. MS is such an unpredictable disease that, you know, I, I don't know what my future holds. And it, it's really taught me to, you know, live life in the moment. Welcome to the FUMS Now podcast show, where you'll gain information, inspiration, and motivation for living your best life with multiple sclerosis. Find us online at FUMSnow.com. I'm your host, Kathy Reagan-Young. Hey, everybody. Thanks so much for hanging out with me again. Before we meet today's guest, I just have a little reminder. If you haven't signed up for the FUMS six-pack, be sure to do so. It's a weekly email with the top six topics in MS from that week delivered to your inbox every week. Sign up now at FUMSnow.com slash get the scoop. Hey, did you know that you can share your FUMS attitude with the world every day? Yep. We have FUMS logoed merchandise like face masks, t-shirts, coffee mugs, hats, jewelry, jackets, fanny packs, all emblazoned with the FUMS logo that really says it all. So grab yours at FUMSnow.com slash shop. And one last thing, we're getting ready to increase the price on the downloadable ebook, Bowel and Bladder Issues in Multiple Sclerosis by 2P Brains with Potty Mouths talking shit about MS. So if you're dealing with those particular gifts of MS, go grab your copy of that actionable and humorous ebook right now at FUMSnow.com slash ebook. Matt LaFrance is a 37-year-old husband and father of three young boys in San Jose, California. He was diagnosed with MS in 2009 at the age of 25. In May of this year, he'll be running 162 miles in six days as part of the 2021 MS Run the U.S. Relay Team. Just reading that made me tired. Welcome, Matt. Thank you so much for having me on. Thanks for being here and thanks for doing what you're doing in terms of bringing awareness and everything else that you're doing. But holy cow, are you, I had to like double check that 162 miles in six days. Is that really what's going to happen? <laughs> that's correct. It's all for the, a good cause, uh, raising awareness and raising funds to support those who are living with disability from MS, uh, as well as raising money that will be used uh, researching for a cure. That's awesome. That's something we can all mm. get behind. I mean, it, 162 miles in six days would be amazing regardless, but you actually have MS. <laughs> I, I mean, yeah, yeah, that's even crazier. So if you don't mind sharing your diagnosis story with us, that'd be great. Yeah. So I was diagnosed at the age of 25 back in 2009. And at the time, I had just recently graduated from college and was still kind of trying to figure out what it was I wanted to do with my life. And so I had moved from Utah. I attended the University of Utah for my undergrad um, back to Northern Virginia and was working for my uncle's company. And um, I had a friend from Utah who had come out to Virginia to visit me for a week. And we were touring the East Coast, going up and down. And we were on a bus headed back from a day trip to Philadelphia uh, when I first noticed something felt off. Um, it kind of felt like my head was spinning, like my e equilibrium was off. Mm. And I just felt strange. Um, the next day, we did a day trip to New York City. 
And walking around New York, I, I was dizzy. I was having trouble seeing straight. Oh my gosh, scary. Uh, with, within about a week, I developed double vision. Uh, mm. And that double vision lasted for about a, a month uh, before resolving on its own. So it was around that time that I went to uh, visit various doctor's offices. I first saw uh, an ophthalmologist and then an ear, nose, and throat specialist, mm. then went to a neuro-ophthalmologist. All three of these doctors uh, could not figure out what was causing the double vision. Uh, I, at some point, went on WebMD and put, entered my symptoms. Dr. Google. I, re- I remember going up to my mom around that time and telling her, hey, mom, I think I have MS. And she mm-hmm. laughed and, and, and she thought, oh, they, you know, there's no way. And I think even I was a little bit skeptical at the time. Yeah. Uh, but ended up having a follow-up an appointment with a neurologist who ordered the MRIs found the lesion on my brain stem, stem, which ultimately led to my diagnosis. Mm. I have so many questions running through my mind right now. I don't know where to start. And some asides. First, let me start with the aside. Where in Northern Virginia did you go? I was living in Old Town, Alexandria. Okay. I asked because I grew up up there. I grew up in Springfield and I lived in Alexandria and Centerville and Fairfax and all over there. So anyway, we have a connection. We do. Um, And also, this is a bad connection, but I also had double vision. So I know how awful that is. Oh, my gosh. Just the whole thing is so scary, particularly Mm -hmm. when you're going to doctors and they can't tell you what's going on. You're like, didn't you go to med school? Like, (laughs) why did I have to diagnose myself? Right. I actually Um, had one one doctor tell I think it was the ophthalmologist who said, well, one of your eyes is slightly higher than the other. You know, that could be. <laughs> so that must be it. These first <laughs> right. 25 years, no problem. But now yeah. it's coming into play. <laughs> Gosh. In your intake form, you said that you were initially afraid that you wouldn't be able to, you know, hold down a job or get married or have a family or continue to be active. I think everybody can probably relate to that. I mean, that's your head goes in a lot of different directions when you're first diagnosed for sure. And I think the potential deficits is where a lot of us go. I mean, I remember I had actually five years prior to my actual diagnosis, I had a doctor tell me he thought I had MS and I was pissed off that he said that. Cause I'm like, you haven't even run any tests or anything. That's ridiculous. But it scared me so much. And I was planning on, I had one baby and I was planning on having a second one. And I came home and said to my husband, I don't, you know, if this is true, I don't think that we can have another baby and, you know, just complete misunderstanding, but I get it. It's, but none of that has held out as an issue for you, right? Like you have had every piece of that concern put to rest. Am I right? Right. Yeah. I've, I've done remarkably well in these past 12 years since my diagnosis. You know, at the time that I was diagnosed, I remember reading a statistic that one out of every, is it one out of every four individuals with MS 10 years post-diagnosis will need some form of assistance uh, mobility with, aid. with mobility. Right. Mm-hmm. And I remember reading that and stupid thinking, statistics. Yeah. <laughs> I remember reading that and thinking like my life is ending, like right when it should be beginning. Um, you know, I've just graduated from college. I'm ready to kind of go out and tackle the world. And, um, fortunately I couldn't have been more wrong with that line of thinking because since receiving the MS diagnosis, I 
went back to grad school and got a graduate degree. I met my now wife. Uh, we began dating and have been married for almost 10 years now. Uh, we have three little boys. Congratulations um, on all that. Have a great job. Um, we live here in the Bay Area and uh, love my What's job. What's your job? What do you do? I actually work for Apple at their corporate headquarters. So oh. definitely work for a great company. Yeah, no kidding. Oh my gosh, they are amazing on so many levels. So something else that you mentioned is that you made some lifestyle changes, like you were eating healthier and exercising and managing stress. Can you talk a little bit more about that? Like, how did you decide to do that? And what did you do? And what changes did you see from that? I did. So I I did a lot of research on my own after receiving the diagnosis. And um, I came upon a website called mshope.com. And it was developed by uh, Matt Embry, whose dad is a mm-hmm. PhD and actually developed a diet for people with MS. Uh, so it's gluten-free, dairy-free, uh, kind of a non-inflammatory paleo-style approach. And I implemented that diet shortly after my diagnosis. I've been following it for the past 11 years, and I feel like it's helped keep my symptoms at bay, definitely. Good. Uh, so I kind of, my approach to my MS is diet, supplements, uh, stress management. I try to get sunlight every day. That's important. And then exercise every day. Good. Um, yeah. Yeah. And now you're getting lots of exercise. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Goodness. I'm soon going to be launching the Patients Getting Paid online course that will teach you how to get paid because of your illness, not despite it. Are you interested in doing patient advocacy work, but you don't know where to start? Want to learn about how to find online remote gigs or learn to create your own? I wish somebody would have created this roadmap for me. I spent a lot of time and energy and money figuring it all out. I want you to be able to leapfrog over all that stuff and get to the good stuff getting paid for sharing your story. In my new course, Patients Getting Paid, I'll be sharing my experience and my resources on how to create an income online that lets me take good care of myself. Want to learn how I did it? Want a list of resources, places to look for online gigs, and templated emails with what to say? It's in there. Want to hear about tons of different ways you can actually build a business while taking better care of yourself? It's in there. Want to be included in a database of chronic illness warriors so your contact info can be shared when opportunities for your disease come my way? Then get on the waiting list for Patients Getting Paid and be the first to know when it launches. Sign up now at patientsgettingpaid.com forward slash list. So are you on any disease-modifying therapies? I have never taken a DMT, no. Um, I do take low dose naltrexone, okay. uh, which is prescribed by my naturopath, and uh, yeah. I feel like it's helped me as well. Good. Okay, so my next question was going to be any complementary therapies. I guess there's an argument to be made whether that's complementary or, you know, that's mainstream in a lot of uh, offices. So, what kind of supplements? Do you take? You mentioned supplements, right? I, I do. I take 10,000 IU of vitamin D3. I take vitamin B12. I take lion's mane. I take fish oil. I take calcium, magnesium. 
Mm-hmm. I take turmeric. I've, I've tried just about everything. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so you said that you did a lot of the research, but you also mentioned you have a naturopath. Is that who ha- has been helping you de- determine uh, supplementation and that sort of thing? Uh, well, MS uh, hope.com has a list of supplements that they recommend. Um, okay. But then I I also read a lot of studies. I try to stay current on, you know, the latest research and, you know, supplements, which, which might help those with MS. Yeah. Excellent. You said your MSDX, your MS diagnosis in many regards has been a blessing in disguise. What do you mean by that? I think having MS has definitely taught me never to take my health for granted. You know, when I wake up each morning and I'm symptom free and I'm feeling good and I have energy and strength. Yeah, I, I don't take that for granted. Now anymore. you notice it. Yeah, right. MS is such an unpredictable disease that, you know, I, I don't know what my future holds. And it, it's really taught me to, you know, live life in the moment, mm-hmm. um, not put anything off for, you know, retirement. Right. It's kind of pushed me and, and motivated me to kind of check off all of those bucket list items while, yeah. you know, still. Smart relatively young. Yeah. Yeah. I I always say that MS is just life magnified because like you just said, it's so unpredictable and you don't, nothing's promised to you, but that's true of everyone. It's just like, this is Mm -hmm. magnified for us, right? Everyone should live this way. Everyone should recognize tomorrow's not promised. Like you could step off the curb and get hit by a bus, whatever. But, um, you know, it really is magnified in our lives. And, and I have to agree with you. I mean, I was kind of living in this fog too. It was just every day was kind of the same and I didn't really pay attention to how lucky I was until Mm -hmm. I wasn't lucky anymore. (laughs) I got this diagnosis and now, you know, when I feel good, gosh, I am so grateful. And I really make use of that time for sure. So that brings us to the MS run the U.S. How did you get involved and what is that even all about? Tell us all about it. Yeah. So MS run the U.S. is a charitable organization uh, raising money for those living with disability from MS to support them. And then also raising money for studies that uh, research towards a cure. Um, The org every year they hold an event. Uh, It's a, an ultra marathon relay run made up of 19 runners uh runner number one will take off from santa actually already took off from santa monica pier about three weeks ago and from april to august uh the relay will will end in in new york in august uh, with runner number 19. so for my part i'll be running 162 miles from vernal utah to steamboat springs colorado beginning may 19th are you excited? Are you nervous? A little bit of both? I'm definitely a little bit of both. Yeah. That makes um, sense. <laughs> I've, I've always kind of uh, enjoyed endurance athletics. You know, I've, okay. I've done a few sprint triathlons and run one full marathon, but running six marathons in six days is definitely going to, going to be yeah. the most challenging Right. Uh, so how, how does one prepare for this? <laughs> like, when do you do start? And, you know, has it changed anything in terms of, for instance, how you eat? And 
how are you training and all that? This is just mind blowing to me. I can't even imagine considering this. In fact, I would not, but thank you for doing it. <laughs> so I, I do have a coach and I have a training program that I'm following. Um, in terms of diet, you know, I eat a paleo diet, which it's hard. It's a, lo- a low carb diet, which does not lend itself really to endurance yeah. athletics. And so I've been having to increase the amount of carbs that I'm eating each day. Um, but have definitely lost a few pounds so far with the training. Mm. Um, yeah, I mean, it's going to be as much of a mental challenge as it is physical challenge. Oh gosh, um, no kidding. <laughs> wow. Is there a way to track you? I mean, do they have tracking stuff on a website? Like, how do, how do we find out more about this? What's the URL? Where do we go? Right. How do we get involved? How do we support you? And how do we donate? Where do we go? So you can go to msruntheus.org to kind of follow the event. Uh, currently, runner number two is running through the Mojave Desert right now. Oh, good gracious. Um, yeah. <laughs> Do all the runners have MS? No, I think of the 19, there are eight of us who have MS. Wow. There's just but, eight crazy people. Right. <laughs> I'd say I, all of you are a little yeah. crazy, but especially the eight. But we I think ju- just about everyone on the team has some sort of connection to MS. Uh, Makes sense. So. Wow. That this is such yours is such an inspiring story. And I'm so grateful f- that you're doing this and that you're helping to bring awareness and helping to bring money for research and all of that and putting yourself at such peril. <laughs> That's the way I would term this because this sounds so grueling. But thank you for doing that. Thank you for taking the time to chat with us today. And we are know that we are supporting you and, and watching and, and we all appreciate what you're doing. And thank you for sharing your story with us. One more thing before you go. We here in the FUMS Nation speak to the stupid diseases it deserves, and we tell it FUMS every day. Would you please lead us in the salute to MS with middle fingers extended, of course? On three, are you ready? Ready. One, two, three. FUMS. <laughs> that was a good one. <laughs> well, and if you need a little extra push during your run, think of that. That always gives me such, I feel empowered by saying it. So anyway. Yeah. Thanks again so much. Really appreciate you being here and for everything that you're doing. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Quick shout out to Steve Woodward at podcastingeditor.com for the fantastic work on this podcast, including editing, show notes, and ingenious ideas. If you'd like help with your podcast, whether you're just starting out or an old pro, visit podcastingeditor.com and tell Steve I sent you. Thanks, everybody. I really appreciate you listening to the FUMS Podcast Show. Be sure to subscribe to it so you won't miss an episode. You can do that right on the website at FUMSnow.com. While you're there, sign up for the free email list so you'll be among the first to know of any new findings in MS research, new therapies and products, as well as any blog posts and podcast episodes I release. Want to chat with others in the FUMS community? Join us on Facebook at FUMS Now. Thanks again, and don't forget to talk to the stupid disease as it deserves. Tell it FUMS every day.